Hi, it's Raina G. With the Holistic Health Outline, we're going to change that name at the beginning of the year to just Raina G. Uh, so I can do some different things with, with my life from here on in. But it is a few days before Christmas, a couple days before Christmas Eve. And if you've been out at all, you know how difficult it is to get anywhere because people are panicking and being great consumers, as they always are in America, trying to find the perfect whatever um, and not knowing even what they're looking for most of the time. And then when they think they've found it, somebody else wants it, so we covet what somebody else wants. I think every commandment is broken around this time of the year. It's really interesting. Uh, people definitely take the Lord's name in vain and they swear like crazy, but they also lie a lot about what they're doing and what they're buying. Um, you know, they even steal a little bit. I've seen that going on. And um, I think if they could, they would probably kill for some present that they know somebody wants and, and they think if they get that present for that person, it will endear them forever to that person because we more often than not invest in trying to win somebody's affection rather than investing in the person and to invest in the person that you love in the people that you love means means a true investment from your heart it means understanding who they are and and helping them to be the best they can be based on all you know about them and and these days just don't know those things. They don't take the time. They don't care. They're very me-centered, and um, love kind of goes out the door. They say they love, but they really don't. What they love is their control, their power, their position, their money, their their titles, um, but they don't love from the place that love is supposed to come from, which is why it's not really love anymore. It's, it's, uh, it's something else. It's control. It's power. It's... It's negative. It's not positive. And so I'm sure, like me, many of you are having a problem finding the Christmas spirit that everybody talks about all the time. Be in the Christmas spirit. Well, what does that mean? Does that mean running out and find, finding every present you can and worrying about who doesn't get enough presents and uh, making sure that the wrapping is perfect but you don't even know what's inside anymore? Isn't that what we do with each other? The wrapping has to be perfect. Everybody has to look the way we think they should look. But nobody bothers to find out what's really inside that box or that package underneath that wrapping paper. And that's why so many people don't have spirit, because they don't have any hope or love anywhere inside of them anymore. It's been overshadowed by everything else. And that this is not an anti-capitalist thing. It's not an anti-Christmas thing. I have Christmas spirit, I think, probably most of the year and I lose it most at this time of the year because I see so many who don't really have it they're they're trying to they want to be part of the crowd it's the sheep thing again and then the hundredth monkey thing if everybody if somebody is going to buy a present for someone else then I am too um, there's no unconditional love though that I see or and I shouldn't say none there are a few people in my life who who display unconditional love constantly but even at Christmas, some of that goes away because they're trying so hard to please the people in their lives who they love because of the expectations of the people in their lives. You know, our children expect presents. Our children expect the presents from for this year to be better than they were last year. And if they're getting older, to be more expensive than they were last year. And 
if they're into something specific that they never told us about, they expect the presence to reflect that. And then they expect those presents to be contemporary so that they can compete with everyone else their age or in their age group or, or their, their, um, their clan um, so that they don't feel left out, so that they're still part of that group. And so parents run around and, and friends run around trying to find the perfect something for those kids or for those people in their lives. And then the kids have expectations. And, of course, we all know that the one thing that will hurt us the most in life is if we have expectations, especially if they're unrealistic. Kids will expect um, Xboxes and certain toys when they're four years old already. And if they don't get them... Not only do they get angry, not only does the, the fear of being rejected by their peers come up as anger, but even later on, they're 20, 30 years old, and they're still feeling left out. They're not feeling part of the crowd. And those expectations that they had continue and continue to let them down. So I'm out there in the crowds and <clears throat> doing things like, oh, who knows, you know. I mean, we do things with... Um, with Toys for Tots, we do things, people here do things with the churches and giving away bicycles and all those things that people do. And, and uh, you know, I participate in those. And then the personal things go on, Christmas cards, and um, I make sure that the kids that I deal with on a regular basis, whether it's on the Internet or the phone or they come here, and, and, and regardless of what age they are, that they get some kind of message from me for this time of the year. I don't always just do Christmas as solstice, the end of the year, the beginning of the new year, the rebirth of their beginnings, all those kinds of things. And I'll talk to them that way <clears throat> and try to lower expectations but raise them up. And that's a difficult thing to do. How do you empower someone to really be who they want to be and need to be and were meant to be without having expectations? Well, you do it with hope and love. And hope and love are the two things that Christmas are, is supposed to to signify. Um, but instead, comes out more like despair and disappointment. Hope and love. There's a, a story of a an eagle named Freedom um, who was dying, who was broken and dying, and a man named Jack who who found the eagle and took him in and tried to heal him himself with love, with anything that he knew how to do. He took him to the vet, and the vet said he was very broken and probably wasn't going to live, and he should be put down so he wouldn't suffer. And Jack took him home and said, No, I'm going to love this bird. This is, this is an American eagle named Freedom. And he loved that bird, and he gave that bird hope. And even though the... Uh, vet kept saying he was going to die. Jack never gave up. Never gave up on the bird. He invested his time. He invested his heart. He didn't invest money. The vet did this on his own because it was a bird and, and it wasn't Jack's bird really. So there was no money invested. Nothing bought for the bird to make it feel better. There were no toys given to it. There was nothing. No special beds. No special food. Nothing. What he did was give him his natural habitat and then gave him love, and through that love gave him hope. Well, the bird didn't get better. He, he seemed to be getting worse and worse, but Jack didn't give up. He, he kept doing that, and he took the bird back to the vet to see if there was any change, and the vet said he, he should probably stay overnight, and the Jack should come back 
the next day um, and make a decision about putting the bird down. And Jack went home and he, he prayed and he talked to the bird through his energy and said, it's not your time. It's not your time to go. You need to live. You have a reason for being here. And when he went back to the vet the next day, the eagle was standing. <clears throat> He'll never fly again, but he was standing. And he was able <clears throat> to get on Jack's wrist like eagles do. And he stood there and he looked at Jack. And Jack knew that his hope and his love for this bird had saved his life. And he said, freedom is saved. Now, that's a really a real true story. But the story continues because not too long after that, Jack got cancer. And the, it was a form of cancer that is devastating and <clears throat> painful <clears throat> and almost always fatal, excuse me. Um, and he was very sick. And what the eagle did, even though he couldn't fly, he could walk and he could hop. And he went to Jack and he wrapped his wings around Jack to give him hope and to give him love. The same hope and love that Jack had given. He gave it back. And to this day, Jack tells that story because Jack is fine. He came through the cancer. He lived. He, he has no sign of cancer. It's been several years. And he and Freedom uh, spread hope and love everywhere they go. And people will come to the eagle and wait for the eagle to wrap his wings around them and tell them through that gesture that there is hope and there is love. Now, isn't it amazing that the bird's name is Freedom? And Freedom is giving hope and love to people in America who feel hopeless and loveless and desperate and lonely. And they don't just come at Christmas, but they come a lot at Christmas because that's when they're looking for it the most. That's why we put lights on trees. That's why we look up at the stars, at the North Star, the Christmas Star. That's why we sing songs that we believe came from the angels and, and sing to the angels. We want that hope and that love so desperately. And if we would just look inside, if we would look inside ourselves and find that part of us that is supposed to give that, that is meant to give that, that was meant to receive it from everyone you touch, you'll have hope and love. You might not recognize it at first because you haven't been so used to giving it out or to receiving it, but it's in there. That hope and love is in there. And and the metaphor, of course, for my political part of, of all podcasts is, is the bird's name is freedom. And people have been coming to America from the beginning with hope and love in their hearts, looking for freedom. And they still do. Now, Christmas, it's very hard to find that spirit, to really find that hope and that love. We tend to use... Um, Jesus and God as as the icon for that when in fact since we're made in that image man or woman doesn't matter but since we're made in that image we're the icons of love and hope we're the ones who are supposed to be giving that out and receiving it and believe me the more you give love the more you love people the more you love someone the more you get back I've seen it, I've experienced it, and I love it. There's nothing I love more than love, as a matter of fact. <laughs> I'm totally in love with love. When I truly see love, when I feel love, when I know love, I'm, I'm in love with that love. And, I, and I, I, uh, there's nothing I can do to stop it, and I don't want to. There's nothing I can do to change it, and I don't want to. I just want to give it. 
And the more I give it, the more I get back. So finding Christmas spirit this year is, is tough for many because they're unemployed, they don't have money, they can't buy presents, they can't do this, they can't do that, they're afraid of their futures. A little challenge to all of you. I have no money. I have no income. I haven't had an income for three and a half years, actually, since since I started fighting Obama. Um, and the government has come after me a million times, and people have done things to me they shouldn't. And, um, and my body, from being in the Marines and being paralyzed, has done things it shouldn't do to me. But on the other hand, it should. Because when I lost the ability for my legs to move, I also found love. And when I found a love, my legs started to move. So there's a reason for all those things. But we're having all these, these problems right now. And people, their expectations are, whether you're on one side of the aisle or the other, that somebody's supposed to give you something to make it better. And if somebody will just help you, you'll make it better. If somebody will give you something for nothing, it'll be better. If you can find the right present, everything will be better. If you can buy off your wife or your husband or your kids, it'll be better. Instead of finding the reason that you forgot how to love them or forgot how to show them how much you love them or find the reason you never knew what love was in the first place. You know, there's a lot of people out there in relationships, whether it's with um, boyfriends and girlfriends or 20 years old or, or 60 years old or 90 years old, although the 90-year-olds, I think, are, are pretty much, mm, they pretty much understand what love is because they came through this life in a, in a different time period. But there's a lot of people who are in relationships with friends, with their mothers, with people in their lives who, who they don't love anymore. They don't love them. They're trying in some ways, but in other ways, if you really talk to them, they don't. They don't. And so, so do you keep on? Do you just keep on hurting or keep on hurting the other person or whatever because of something in you that says you're just supposed to do that? That's a hard question, isn't it? Do you leave them? Well, might be the best thing for them if you left them. Do you stay with them forever? Probably not, because if there's no love, there's only one other thing left, and that's fear. And that fear will turn into anger. Is that what you want? Okay, no, we don't want that. So, so at Christmas time, when we're talking about love and fear and hope and what that means... We hope that we make the right decisions and we hope that we have in our lives what we need to continue to thrive and continue to grow. So if you're going to invest in this holiday, in this special time, in people that you love or believe you love, then truly look at them and find out what it is they truly need for you to, as an investment from you. Do they need a present? Do they need money? Or do they need a hug or a hand that says, I will listen, I will be there for you, I will love you. Which one do you think is worth more? And which one do you think they get the most out of? You can give them a present that disappears tomorrow. You can give them food and they'll feel good for today. You can tell them a lie. You can read them a story that nobody cares about. You can do all kinds of things, but unless you give them love, they won't have hope. If they don't have hope, they won't find love without either of those two things. You can't grow and you can't be. So find your Christmas spirit by first looking for it in you. Figure out what you're doing and what you want to do with your life, with your heart, 
And then those that you're trying to buy for and trying to provide Christmas for, look at them truly inside. What do they truly need from you? Do they need a leg up or do they need a push out? Do they need a hug or do they need a, um, a firm stance? Do they need to be listened to or do they need to be talked to? Start there. And then if you have to give another present so that they feel like they have to unwrap something, give them the promise wrapped in the finest wrapping you can find that when they find that love inside of them that you'll never leave them that you'll be there for them whenever they need you that when they ask you'll be there and guess who else does that think about it we ask all the time help me do this help me do that save me from this save me from that he's always there always that's hope and love I may not be back in time for Christmas Eve, um, and Christmas Eve, of course, is the hardest time for everyone. That's when hope and love really gets tangled up in fear and desperation. As if we don't have the right people with us at Christmas time, we're not worth anything. Or you're sent somewhere because you're in the military or you're working and you're not home in time, you're wrong, or you're, you're not worth anything. Um, you lose your hope, and most of our troops out there get very dispirited because they want to be home. What they have to understand, and what all you guys have to understand that listen to me all over the world, is that you are home because you're out there providing freedom, just like that eagle. And by taking care of that eagle, that freedom that America has for everyone who comes here, by doing that, protecting that freedom, you're protecting your home. So you're home and you're okay. And everybody around you who who works with you or fights with you is part of that. And everyone at home who thinks of you and sees you in the stars and the moon and hears your voice or reads a letter knows that you're freedom and that you're providing hope and love. And when you provide that hope and love, you get it back and everything will be okay. So don't look at Christmas as a, as a sad time. Don't look at it as an alone time. Look at it as a time that you can actually do your best to provide hope and love for someone, one person, even just one. And if that one person is you, do that first. Give yourself the hope and love that Christmas is supposed to mean. Please share this podcast. Go to earthwalk-usa.com and let people know that this is out there because they need to hear these things. Um, I'll be back. I'll try on Christmas Eve. i definitely be back on Christmas Day. Much love to everyone who always listens to me. And Merry Christmas.